You're listening to Doctrine and Duty, podcast of Brian Ray, Senior Pastor of Alexander Baptist Church in Chesapeake, Virginia, where biblical theology meets everyday Christian life. Welcome back to another episode of Doctrine and Duty. I'm Brian Ray, your host, slash speaker, slash pastor, slash et al. There you go. So today uh, we're continuing. This is the third part in a series entitled The Doctrine of Eternity. Now remember, Doctrine and Duty is about informing our heads so that and our hearts so that we might live out the Word of God. So as we think about these things in the Doctrine of Eternity, um, one of the things that we must consider is just the fact that knowing Christ is your Savior and Lord, knowing that heaven is your home, it really is liberating. You have a sense of God's peace and His presence and His power. Um, there's a lack of fear and worry and doubt and anxiety over what's going to happen to me when I die and those sorts of things. You don't have to fear death. You don't have to worry. You don't have to question. You can trust God in His perfect plan based upon His infinite grace and love. Well, today uh, we're going to turn our attention to Revelation chapter 21, verses 1 through 8. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, and the sea was no more. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. And I heard a loud voice from the throne, saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more, neither shall there be mourning, nor crying, nor pain anymore, for the former things have passed away. And he was seated on the throne, said, Behold, I'm making all things new. Also he said, Write this down, for these words are trustworthy and true. And he said to me, It is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. Thirsty I will give from the spring of the water of life without payment, freely. The one who conquers will have this heritage, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, as for murderers, the sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars... Their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. So we have looked at um, how Jesus Christ is the only way into eternity. Uh, and then we looked at how that kind of plays out at his coming when we looked at First uh, Thessalonians 4. And now as we turn our attention to Revelation 21, we see this picture of, it really takes us beyond the presence of God to this end times event to where there is going to be the creation of a new heaven and new earth. And we don't understand all of the ways or the times of which this is going to take place. But it literally says, John says, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. And of course you ask why or how. It says because the first heaven, the first earth had passed away and there's no more sea. What does he see? S-E-E. He says, I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God. So God has is going to build this new city. This prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. We would call this the new heaven and earth, heaven itself, if you would. It says, I heard a loud voice saying, Behold, the dwelling place of God is with man. He will dwell with them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them as their God. This means unhindered, unfettered access. This means exclusive devotion, loyalty, and fellowship. The dwelling place of God is with the people of God. God has chosen to tabernacle, to pitch his tent in the midst of his people. He will dwell with us. We will dwell with him. We will be his people. He will be our God. And then 
we find out what that means practically. And even though we're not there yet, if you're listening to this podcast, you're not there yet. You think about the application that's going to be there and how that really should inform and influence our daily living, our duty, based upon the doctrine. It says in verse uh, number four, He will wipe away every tear from their eyes, and death shall be no more. No mourning, crying, pain, because the former things have passed away. I am thankful. I am looking forward to the day when the former things will have passed away. I don't know anyone who says, I, I want to I I continue in my mourning, in my grief. I want to keep having pain. I want to keep enjoying suffering. But the Bible teaches us that when we are in the presence of God, this place called the new heaven and the earth, heaven itself, that there will be no more pain, no more crying, no more death, no more sin, no more struggles, no more sorrows, no more grieving. No more crying, no more mourning, no, no need for medications or procedures, minor or major surgeries. We will live in a perfect place with a perfect God and will enjoy Him forever and ever. It says, Behold, I'm making all things new. And this is what God does. And if you think about it, that's what God's always done. He's been in the business ever since He created this planet, and, and that's as far as we know of creating something new, making all things new. Genesis 1.1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. God doing something new. Christ died on the cross for our sins. The Bible says that once you get saved, we are a new creation in Christ. There's going to be a new heaven and a new earth. When you get saved, there is a new life in Christ. We are new creations. We're made new. And so this is a powerful passage. And then he says, it's done. I'm the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. It's not like you have to wait and see how this is going to pan out. This is how it's going to happen. <laughs> we don't have to wonder, be curious. Hmm, I wonder what God's going to do. No, it's pretty clear. He is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. He's going to create a new heaven and a new earth. And he's going to dwell with his people. And his people are going to dwell with him. And there's going to be no death, no dying, no sickness, no sorrow, no crying, no weeping, no wailing, no mourning, etc. It says, the one who conquers, or the one who is faithful, will have this heritage, and I will be his God, and he will be my son. But look at the, the transition in verse 8. But as for the cowardly, the faithless, the detestable, murderers, sexually immoral, sorcerers, idolaters, and all liars, their portion will be in the lake that burns with fire and sulfur, which is the second death. These are the unrepentant. Because if you think about it, all of us have committed some of these sins, or at least one of them. And we're certainly not saying that if you murder someone, you can't be saved, or if you're a liar, you can't be saved. But if you're a liar who's never repented and trusted Christ, then you are not saved, and you will inherit eternity, the one that burns with fire and sulfur, hell itself, which is the second death. And from that second death, there is no escape. Just like when you get to heaven, you are permanently attached there whenever you get to hell. If you're never saved, uh, then you are permanently attached there as well. So my exhortation would be trust Christ today. And if you already have, then encourage and exhibit or encourage and exhort others to do the same. God bless you. I love you. Join us, uh, Doctrine and Duty, twice a week. Join us at Alexander Baptist Church twice a week. Uh, join us online twice a week. We'd love to have you as a part of us. And if you don't have a gospel preaching conservatively or morally conservative church you ought to check us out 
Take care. You've been listening to Doctrine and Duty, a podcast of Alexander Baptist Church, located at 4316 Pamela Court, Chesapeake, Virginia. Join us Sundays at 10 a.m. and find us online at abch.org.